0: It is day four of Dafvav. We are holding the Gemara on Dafvav base three lines down from the top of the page. The Gemara continues with another teaching of Rava, again about the prohibition of Balta about delaying payment of a vow, a verbal commitment to bring a korban to the Beit Hamikdash. Va'oma Rava Rava also said, once three festivals have passed, which we explained previously was the generally accepted view of how long had to go by before a person starts to transgress the negative prohibition of balta of delaying payment. Once three festivals have gone by, Rava says, over After that, every single day, when a person wakes up, the prohibition of delaying payment renews. It can't be renewed in the night time, a person can't bring a korban in the night time anyway, but every morning it's renewed. A person is transgressing this prohibition every single day after three festivals have gone past. The Gemara challenges the rule this ruling of Rava. Mesave they asked the question on Rava's ruling from the following Braissa. The Braissa says Echad bachar V Echad whether it's a bachar a Korban bachar or whether it's any other sacred offering. We're going to explain in a moment why a b'chor is singled out in this brisah. but let's continue for a moment. Whether a b'chor or whether any other sacrificial offerings, kaven she'avro shana shona below regolim, or regolim below shona over balta'achah. The brisah lists two ways in which a person can transgress the prohibition of balta'achah of delaying payment of a vow. The brisah says, whether you have a year go past without three festivals in it, which at first glance would seem to be impossible. The Gemara is going to ask, how could you have a scenario where you have an entire year go past which didn't have three festivals in it? But the Brice is teaching us, if you could have a year go by without three festivals, you would still transgress the prohibition of Balta Acha, of delaying payment of a vow. It's not only if three festivals go by, but also if you had an entire year go by. A year is also a sufficient criteria for a person to transgress the prohibition of b'alta to even if it doesn't contain three festivals. And then the briser says, or a regolim below shana, or if you had three festivals without a year going by, and that's more simple to conceive, you could have three festivals go by without a year. For example, if a person made a vow just before Pesach and then he didn't bring the Korriban until after Sukkot, so between Pesach and Sukkot, it's about seven months from, Tish, from uh, Nisan to Tishrei, about seven months inclusive, and therefore it's conceivable how you could have three festivals go by without a year. So the price says whether you have a year without three festivals or whether you have three festivals without a year, both of those things are sufficient to make a person transgress the prohibition of Baal It's not only three festivals. It could also be just one year. If one year goes by without three festivals, a person also would transgress the prohibition. So this apparently is a question, this Bryce is a question on the ruling of Rava. Rava said once three festivals have gone by, every single day a person transgresses the prohibition of Balta Achet. So the Gemara says, How is this a question on Rava's statement? How is this Bryce a question on Rava's statement? Armor of Kahana of Kahana explains as follows Mad the Kamosaf, the person who challenged Rava's ruling from this brysa challenged it well. It's actually a good question. Mehdi, because let's analyze, let's have a look at this brysa. Tana Alavi the Tana of the brysa is clearly trying to work out all the lavin, all the negative prohibitions that pertain to delaying payment of a vow. The Pricer says there are different ways to transgress the prohibition. You can have three festivals, you can have a passage of a year going by even without three festivals. If that's the case, why doesn't the Pricer also say that a person is liable for violating the commandment not to delay each and every day after the three festivals have gone by? Once he's listing all the cases where a person can transgress the prohibition, why doesn't he also say, hey, and by the way, you also you transgress it every single day after three festivals have gone by? And that's why it's a question of Rava's statement. So the Gemara deflects this challenge on Rovah. The other one, in other words, Rava could answer, that's not a good question on me. The Tana, the author of the Brisa, is just trying to work out when a person would begin to be liable for violating the prohibition of delaying payment. But he's not trying to work out extra prohibitions. You know, how every single day he continues to have a renewed obligation, a renewed transgression of the prohibition. The author of the bricer is saying when does a person first become liable for transgressing the prohibition of delaying? That's not the same as saying that a person is liable every single day after three festivals have passed and therefore Rava could answer why this bricer is not a question on his statement. The Gemara now begins to analyze the bricer that we quoted a moment ago. Gufa. The text in the bricer said Echod b'chor V kol akadshim. Whether the b'chor and all other sacred offerings. Whether you have a year without three festivals, or three festivals without a year, you would be liable for violating the commandment, not to delay payment of the vow. That is what the Brysah said. Now before we go further, I said we would explain why a is singled out. So look in Tosfas. Tosfas says, This is the reason why the Brysah lists Bechor separately the main place where the Torah describes a year being significant is in reference to a Bechor. In the parasha of Kol bukhar which we lay sometimes on Yom the Torah says, any Bechor which is born, The Torah explicitly says, You should eat it year by year, which comes to teach you that a Bechor can be eaten any time during the year. And the Gemara learns out from the word kol, kol ha to include all the other Karbanas. In other words, a bechor is the main place where we have an understanding that a year is of significance, and all the other korbanas are learnt from a bechor, and that's why a bechor is listed first in this brysa, and a bechor and kol ha and all other sacrifices which are learnt from a bechor. Back in the Gemara, the Gemara continues with the question that we said it would ask earlier. I understand that you can have a case where there are three festivals without there being a passage of a year going by. As we explained, if a person makes a vow just before Pesach, it turns out just after Sukkot, he transgresses the prohibition of Balta Achor, of delaying payment because three festivals have passed. But it hasn't been a year, it's only been seven months. But, the Gemara says, How can you have a year go by without three festivals going by? It doesn't make any sense. You once you have a year, a year would always include three festivals. So what does the Brisa mean that you can have a year go by and then you would transgress the prohibition about Tachir even if three festivals hadn't occurred yet? It doesn't make sense. You would always have three festivals in a year. So the Gemara qualifies its question a little bit. Hani Khalaman the Sidron. I can explain the Brycer's ruling according to the opinion that said earlier on Daftalad or so, that the three festivals have to pass in sequence. That to have three, fe- that to have three festivals as a criteria to transgress the prohibition of Baal Ta'acher, they have to be in order. Remember we said there was one opinion that said it has to be Pesach, then Shavuos, then Sukkot. So according to that opinion, I understand what the Brysah is coming to teach me because Mashkachasla, Then I can understand how there could be a year without three festivals passing in order. In other words, if a person makes a vow just before Shavuos, and then a year later, the festivals haven't gone by in the order Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. They haven't. There have been three festivals that year, but they haven't gone by in the in the right order. You've only had Pesach in the right order. You only had one Pesach, and you haven't yet had Shavuos and then Sukkot. And therefore, the brighter is coming to teach us a, a, an innovative, a, a chidush, an extra ruling that we otherwise might not have known, that not only if three festivals go by in the correct order to transgress the prohibition of Baal but even if a year goes by which does not contain the three festivals in the correct order, still you transgress the prohibition. But according to the opinion in the Bryce on Daftalad or so, where we said it doesn't matter whether the three festivals go by in a particular order, all we need is three festivals, how could you have a case where you have a 12-month period without three festivals? Always, as we said, you would have three festivals within any 12-month period. So that's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, According to Rebbe, we can have such a case, a case in a leap year. In a leap year, a Jewish leap year like the year that we're in now, there is an extra Adar. So there's a 13th month put in the year. And we see from the following Brisa, something about Rebbe's position that would make it our Brisa understandable. The tiny we learned in a Brisa. Shona Tmima. A complete year. The pasach in Vayikra is referring to a house in a walled city. And the sale of houses in walled cities in Eretz Yisrael has a special law. The basic feature of that law is that the seller retains the right to redeem the house for one year after the sale. If he doesn't redeem it within that year, the house becomes the permanent property of the buyer and doesn't even go back to the original owner at the yovel. So he has Shana Tamima a full year to buy back the house. Rebbe Omer Rebbe says, what does it mean a full year? It means he counts 365 days corresponding to the number of days in the solar year. He doesn't count a lunar year of 13 months times by 29 and a half days. He counts 365 days a solar year. He counts 12 months from one day in one year till 12 months later. And if there's a leap year, he gets an extra month. It's extended for him, he gets an extra month. So how does it help us that Rebbe's position is that a person counts a year based on the solar year? Mashka lola Rebbe, you can find a year, you can find a case where you have a year without three festivals according to Rebbe. Da Agda a person consecrated an animal just after Pesach or after Pesach began. So let's say it's on Chalamo Pesach, say the 17th of Nisan. The Chimata Shili Adar Basra'ah, when the end of the second adar comes the following year. It's 365 days later. malu. The year is complete because Rebbe counts the year as 365 days. When you have 13 months at 29 and a half days, they are more than 365 days. So a year after the 17th of Nisan, when the person made this vow in the middle of Pesach, it's not yet been a Pesach. It hasn't yet been. Three festivals haven't gone by. Shana Moli, Lo malu it's been a year it's been 365 days but it hasn't been three festivals yet and therefore according to rebbe we understand how we can have such a case where we have a year go by 365 days but not three festivals But according to the rabbis who say that a year is defined by the number of by the months in the year and if it's a if there's a 13th month if there's an other sheni that's included in a year So then according to the rabbis, you would always have three festivals in any given year. And again, the question the Gemara has just made stronger by refining it even more carefully to just the rabbis, the Gemara is saying, how can the Bricer suggest that you could ever have a year without three festivals? Surely you would always have three festivals in any given year. We're going to hold it over today and answer the Gemara's question tomorrow. I wish you all a very good day.